Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Today is a unique day. It's a day in which we celebrate another championship for the dogs. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We've been talking about it all day, guys, and we will continue. If you're just joining us, however you're accessing the show, thank you for listening to Atlanta's number one sports station. It's number one sports show, Dukes and Bell. With that said, we have talked about this game We've talked about it in many different ways. Here's the thing. This was the most dominant performance we've ever seen when it comes to a national championship game. And, you know, the dogs, when you look at Stetson Bennett's numbers, and then we're going to jump into some of your phone calls, guys. We will let you hear from Dean Pease later next hour. He stopped by the morning show. We'll talk some Falcons. But, you know, it's all about the dogs today. And, Mike, I think also the other thing is with Dean Pease, he was asked, and we'll let you hear it, about being an advisor to the Falcons, which is kind of an interesting thing and, and how he answered that question. But as usual, guys, we start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, we are glad you enjoy uh, the game and hopefully you enjoyed some Hey Man L last night. Mm. Stetson Bennett, 18-25, 304 yards. He accounted for six touchdowns, Mike. Four rush, or four passing, two rushing. Um, you've talked about it today. The two rushing touchdowns, they look just easy. They looked really easy. I mean, the first one, they fed the camera guy on ESPN got faked out, and uh, Fowler was faked out for about half a second, too, until he realized that Benson was keeping it. And then uh, and no one touched him. And then on the second one where it was kind of, I mean, let's be honest, you had a tackle and a running back looking for someone to hit, and there was nobody on TCU to hit as Bennett walked into the end zone. Stetson Bennett accounted for 36 points, tying – Joe Burrow from LSU in 2019, the most by an individual in a college football championship game. That's a dominant performance Mm -hmm. by Stetson Bennett. He's 29-3 and as a starter. I don't know what else he has to do. Oh, by the way, became the first 4,000-yard passer in Georgia history. I don't know what else he has to do for you to say Mm -hmm. this guy is special. And I I tweeted it last night. Follow Mike at MikeBellATL. I'm at put him up, see Dukes, build a statue. It's not too early to start talking about this because this is a remarkable story. And I think it's an inspirational story, man, for so many people who've been told, Mike, you're too small, can't play, you don't have enough arm strength, you're not fast enough, all the things we've always ever heard. So just from that standpoint, but what a day it was, what a night it was for Georgia. Let's jump on the phones and grab Chris in College Park. 
Chris, uh, thank you for holding on, man. We appreciate that. Welcome in to Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, how you feeling? Hey, man. Hey, man. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Mike, for letting me come on the show. Feeling absolutely over the moon, man, at the back-to-back championships from the dogs. Uh, I got two points uh, and two people I want to recognize, and I'll let you guys uh, comment. First, I tip my cap to Kirby Smart, and I think what Kirby did is what Nick Saban talks about is blocking that rat poison out. I mean, let's face it, we all thought that this could happen, that they would blow them out, but I think Kirby really sold them on repeating their place in college football history, first time repeating in the uh, playoff era, 15-0 and record, and he and the coaching staff embedded in them, and then they, re- in, in, pardon the pun, unleashed the dogs on the frogs. I think he really, really gets a big tip of the cap for coaching. And to Stetson Bennett, I tip my cap three, my cap three or four times. And to every high school coach and college coach, just hang his picture and let them kids know that you don't need an NIL. You can sit for three years. You can persevere, and you can still get everything you want out of a college football career. I could care less about his stats. That's a great young man, and I wish him all the best. Thanks, guys, for letting me ramble on. Hey, no, that's great, man. That's why I said anybody who's taking shots at Stetson Bennett, we talked about this the other day, guys like Eric Ainge from uh, Tennessee. Who? Mackenzie Milton from UCF and then later Florida State. I mean, I mean, guys, I'm sorry your career didn't wind up like this young man. And maybe he does something in the NFL. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he gets a chance to be like, uh, you know, A.J. McCarron and gets an NFL pension, which would be a nice kind of result, wouldn't it? It would. But the guy, you just talk about the body of work. It's an unbelievable story. And I don't know why people resent it. I love the swagger. When he, when he throws a when again, when something comes as easy as it did last night, isn't he allowed to turn to his bench and just make the shrug face? <laughs> You know, like, I know, man, it's crazy, right? Because I mean, it was. It was. It really was. Let's talk to Devin. He's up next. Devin's in Kansas City listening to Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, what do you think? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man, so three things. Uh, the first one is uh, I moved up to Kansas City at the end of 2017. And I find it, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, because it seems like that's when Kirby started going to the national championship. So I might just stay my ass up here. The second one, <laughs> the second one uh, I was talking to all my other homeboys. They, they're LSU fans, Bama fans, and stuff like that. And I'm, they were like, uh, you know, it might be over with this year for you guys. You know, this might be the last one. I'm like, y'all, this, supposed to be, this was supposed to be the down year. Did, did y'all mm-hmm. not see when we put the backups in? How we kept going, how they just would not stop scoring. I think we might be better next year. And the mm. third thing was uh, speaking of that Bama fan, is that how far Bama fans have come now? We're talking about doing Bush League stuff. What happened to the Bama fans? Right. We don't beat everybody in the submission. That's right. what I'm talking about. Yeah, you better watch out, man. They were trying to poison the hedges at Sanford Stadium now. <laughs> you know, these guys are apoplectic. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just that Alabama, like, by the way, it's not that you don't respect Nick Saban. I just think Nick Saban, he talks out of both sides of his mouth too much. Yeah. You know, and, and it was uh, the great moment. If you want to cue it up, Chris, David Pollock telling uh, Nick Saban what's what at halftime, up by 31 points. I just, Alabama will be back. They're not falling off the planet, guys. But the question now is, who's going to get that 
the battle between that last five-star recruit. Does it go to Kirby because sure. Carl laid it out? Georgia is – Alabama is sexy. We've got good friends that kids have gone, like Corey Miller. Nick Saban sits in his office and says, hey, man, you do what I tell you, you'll get to the NFL. And that sells itself. Kirby's doing that, but there's even more sauce and juice right now attached to UGA. Yeah, and, and he's talking about a caller earlier that called in and said his wife was a Georgia fan, and he was an Alabama fan, and he said he was happy that Georgia won. But what did you think about Georgia at the end of the game still scoring? What are you supposed to do? Nobody calls off the dogs, pardon the pun, when it's your team. He put Branson Rob again, these are second and third string guys, and they re- both plays were just simple run plays off tackle that went for touchdowns. Yeah. That's it. Here's David Pollock, our boy, who was on the show earlier last week. Here he is at halftime. And, uh, again, it's, not, it's radio, not television, but Nick Saban, someone describe it as a glare as mm. David dr- delivered this uh, address. And, and George, obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really, They've taken hold of college football. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. This isn't an old football team with a bunch of guys losing. Now, listen, the NFL can take its chunk out of any team, but. Yeah, man, and Saban's just like, you could see steam coming out of Nick's ears last night if you are watching. I I think, Mike, you know, part of it is if you're saving, saving, you're prideful that the guy that's doing this came from your coaching tree. The other side of it is the guy that's doing it is in your league. And so, as now, you know, this is literally like the, the, the Jedi, right? And the teacher, Yoda, that's Saban. And you got this young Jedi that's winning chips, and you're going, okay, I, I got to up my game. I, what else can we do? How can we be better next season? Because now, I don't think that for the first time in the SEC since Saban got here and took things over, they're gunning for Georgia now. They're not gunning for Alabama. Georgia's who you're gunning for. Right. And I think that's what's fundamentally changed. That's why I gave him the glare like, wait a minute, I'm the guy. We're the team. I'm the program. No, you're not. No, Georgia's got all the juice right now. That's the new news. Look, uh, you may lose Bill O'Brien. I know a lot of Alabama fans are not happy with him. Uh, I know Pete Golding. I, I talked to we have a lot of Alabama friends. You and I are buddies with some. They're not happy with the coaching staff right now. The recruiting, look. The re- and one guy, guy just hit me up on the text. I'll make this quick. Is what's your mean on for Nick Saban? No, no, no. Just don't sit there and pretend you're not coaching a football factor. Don't tell me you're building men and all this crap. Because let's be honest, you're just trying to win as many games as possible and by any means necessary. He used to bitch and moan about the up-tempo offenses like Auburn was running. Then he got one himself. Here, here's the he hip- used to bitch about the transfer portal. He's in the yeah. part of the reason they had success the last few years is because of the transfer portal. Yeah. Nil. He screamed and he said t- terrible things about Jimbo Fisher. And then on the other side of his mouth, he explains that his quarterback's got a million dollar NIL deal. That's uh, it. That's the hypocrisy of saving that drives me crazy. Yeah, and it's fair. Alabama has never wanted for a player, and then he had the audacity to go on stage and say they paid for all their players. It, it that's that's the thing. Now, some of this is just Nick being Nick, and he's getting under the skin of people. But when you do it consistently, and you have these these moments where you want to keep things the way they were, right? Because yeah, you were on top. We need a tough defense and run the ball. You're playing guys. They're running 80 plays a game. Guys are going to die on the field. <laughs> they go no huddle every down now. Right. I mean, that, that's the kind of stuff. Now, the brilliance of Nick Saban is he has adapted. But this isn't about Saban today. This is about Kirby Smart. This is about what Kirby has been able to do. This is about all those assistants and Todd Munkin and, and Will Muschamp and all these guys. He has made the right choices with his coaching staff that has allowed them to get the right players and put them in this system that has allowed them to win another chip. Uh, Ramil is up next. He's in the ATL. Ramil, thank you for holding. You're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's going on, Ramil? 
how much, man. It feels good to be a dog, man. Like a lot of uh, Georgia fans, I, went, I pretty much went my whole life without a championship. Then to get two back to back is pretty sweet, man. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Stetson Bennett, man. Ever since he got that fade earlier this year and became the Sequavion, uh, he's been balling out. He definitely invited to the barbecue. You know, man, I'm a truck I've been out here throwing my horn all day. No dog, baby. That's what I'm talking about right there. Have some fun, man. Right Laugh. Enjoy. Life's too short. Yes, and now the question is, uh, well, we have plenty of time in the spring. Who's going to get the quarterback gig and everything else and the recruiting battles between all the big schools. We talked about how stout the competition is in the SEC, the greatest. Look, the best, most talented coaches are in this conference, and Kirby right now is on top of the mountain. Real quick, Mark Weiser from the Banner Herald. I didn't see this anywhere else. Uh, Kirby mentioned that uh, what made this really interesting, he said several guys told Kirby that they were going to go into the transfer portal, but they stuck it out to try to help Georgia win another national title. Kirby says that made me want to cry. Wow. That's the, that's the culture. See, this, I know we, mm. everyone, every coach you ever hear in the introductory press conference, we're going to build a culture. But this is, how do you aspire, and Kirby mentioned it earlier, you and I talked about it, not letting entitlement sink in. The minute you think you're entitled to winning games, you don't have to work hard. He's let that not creep into the program. That's why he is where they are. Yeah, everything's a competition. That's 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 the key. And, and you know, when, when you have guys come in, a lot of these kids, Mike, from age seven until the time they get on your campus, they've been told they're the best things in sliced bread. And then he you come in and he says, you got to earn it. I'm not promising you anything. That sets the tone. Let's grab Josh. Uh, Josh, again, thank you for holding, man. How you feeling today? You're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man. Hey, man. How you guys? Good, We're brother. great, Josh. This is a good feeling. This is a great feeling. <laughs> well, it's a great show today as well. You know, and as far as saving is concerned, it, it's kind of just hilarious that, you know, they finally don't make the playoffs or get to a national championship game, but somehow he still finds himself buried in the middle of college game day. <laughs> right. True. Promoting Alabama, which he, he was he was uh he was actually a good listen to, but I mean somehow he finds a way to slither in. Second off, man, I, I had uh a couple of good sports points I wanted to make, but I think you guys kinda ruined it. So I'm up here at the quick trip in Swanee and my girlfriend, who's a University of Tennessee grad, she's right in the pump next to me. And I'm filling up her car with gas. And so I said, you know, listen, I'm going to be on 92.9 The Game here in a minute. So just listen. And so I get in my car, and she's sitting in hers. And you guys bring up that Tennessee girl swinger cop story. Okay? So I look over, and she looks over, and we have this awkward stare through the window. Nobody's saying anything. And she just took off. So now I'm wondering, you know, what, what does she say? Like, you, you guys may have just destroyed – Everything. Sorry about that. But anyway, one question sports-wise. Um, yes, sir. Georgia next year, three-peat. Kind of ridiculous to think about. Two things. Is Munkin going to stay? And is our quarterback going to play the way he needs to? Because we know Kirby's going to recruit defensive line, running. We're, we're going to have players. Quarterback, offensive coordinator, who's it going to be? I'll hang up and listen, man. Mm. Great show, guys. Thanks, Josh. Don't you first feel that, uh, I mean, Carson Beck's job to lose and then just a matter of Vandegriff and Stockton and who's going to stay and who's going to go? They did not recruit a quarterback in the cycle. As you mentioned, they were in the mix for Arch uh, Manning. Yeah, I, I thought, and again, different circumstances last night, but you're still playing in a big game. TCU had quit. They had given up at that Carson point. Carson Beck's the only guy who's been on the, on, the, on the field this year other than Stetson. Than Stetson, and he looked really good. Guys, did you see the guys that came in last night? In the fourth quarter with like seven minutes to play. These guys were balling. And I apologize for traumatizing that woman about the story about the Sheriff's Department in Laverne, Tennessee. It did happen, though. <laughs> 
All right. Um, Todd Munkin, I'm going to tell you right now, I would love to tell you he's going to stay. My guess is he's going to be here. He likes the circumstances. He's the highest paid OC. Yeah, I mean, I, more in the envelope. The, that's the, about it, right? Yeah, there, there's no reason unless Todd Munkin wants to go to the NFL, and I don't think Todd Munkin wants to go to the NFL. That's what I have heard. I expect him to be here. All right, we're going to come back. Great job on the phones, guys. Appreciate you guys sharing with us. We're coming back. We've got more to get to, including something that happened with Kirby last night you have to hear. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is Maggie Gray with a CBS Sports Minute sponsored by Tax Slayer. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. We're talking about the dogs coming up next hour. We're going to let you hear from Dean Pease. He came on the morning show with John Fricky Hugh Douglas today. Last time, I think we'll get a chance to hear from Coach Pease. Uh, he is going to retire, which means we're going to be looking for a D.C. for the Falcons, which is a whole nother conversation that We'll be ramping up and having here tomorrow, by the way. Mike and I are going to be at State Farm Arena. Giannis in town, Mike. Those Bucks yeah. are back to take on our Hawks. All right, he's at the stripe. One, two, two three, three, four. So let's hope they take care of him. And again, played listless against the Lakers. Played a good game. Nearly blew the lead against uh, the uh, clip joint. So, I mean, again, I don't know what this team is doing. I'd like to see some forward momentum. This would be a nice win. Get the, Let's get things rolling, man. Where's the urgency with this team? I'm with you. Um, and, and, you know, I was talking to somebody today. It was out there on the West Coast, and they were out there for the Georgia game. They went to the game on – was it Friday night, I think it was, the Laker mm-hmm. game? And that was the one we were talking about. It's just frustrating, man. I mean, you lose to LeBron, 72-year-old LeBron, twice in, in basically a week, you know. And so uh, we've got to come back. We've got to get going. We've got to get our stuff straight. Uh, if you're not familiar, the Mavs and Luca will be here Wednesday, mm. the 18th of January, um, which is one you always look forward to. Right. Hawks versus Knicks coming up on the 20th. Uh, the Hornets coming in here uh, on the 21st. So they get back, they get some home games, and they'll go back on the road shortly at the end of the month. But tomorrow we are at State Farm Arena for the Bucks. Pre-game 7 o'clock, tips at 7.30. Let's hear Kirby Smart. This is a story he told last night about his son, uh, if you saw the post game, you saw his wife and and his kids. They took the you know taking the pictures on the field. It's you got to capture the moment, right? And they did that. But he said he walked in, and this is a story he told. Tell you a quick story. I walked in my little. They got a real nice head coach's office in that room over there. And I don't know if Stetson knows this, but I walked in and my ten year old son Andrew's balling. And I was like, oh no, somebody's hurt his feelings. Somebody's thrown him down. Somebody's done something to him. I said, why are you crying? You're going to ruin my moment. He said, Stetson's leaving. Stetson's gone. I said, he's 25 years old. He's got to go. Got to leave. But he's bawling about Stetson being gone. And there's no more eligibility. Yeah, it's all gone. Exactly. Well, you know, again, for, for him, I don't know what age it clicked for you, but, you know, at 10, Probably the last few years have been that that connection for his son with Stetson Bennett and that that connection of he's our quarterback, but he's right, um, he's got to go, and that's also a life lesson, right, for his son. At some point, mm. you you got to go, you you can't stay forever. But it's a cool story. And then Kirby was saying, you know, this about Stetson, hopefully getting a chance to play at the next level. When you got a quarterback that can do the protections and check things and know what the defense is doing, but yet still beat you with your feet you got a high-level quarterback, and people have slept on Stetson Bennett for too long. He needs an opportunity to play for a long time at the next level. Will he get it, Mike? 
you know, you, you see him making the plays. Now, again, when you've got a, a defensive back that was not ready because they did the sugar huddle and burst out of the linebacker court, it's like, it's like Fred Flintstone when he can't get moving. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. And so, the, yeah, I mean, that was an easy throw. It's a wide open, you know, Brock Landers. Brock Landers. That's the uh, Brock Landers is the character from Boogie Nights. That was the one. Remember they made the movie. That's the, that was the Mark Wahlberg character. You talking about Brock Bowers? Yeah, no, I said Brock Bowers. But I'm just wondering if you're catching my reference. Remember they made the Landers. bad. They did the bad detective story. Brock Landers. Yes. And Chest Rockwell. That's, <laughs> I just gave you a porn reference from Boogie Nights. Yes, that, you did. That, it's a good movie though. But there's a little factoid for you. But no, I mean this was one of those games where yeah he did thread the needle. Think about the contested catches. One where TCU fans were belly aching. They thought the tie goes to defender it doesn't but he made some great dimes some were wide open some people if you only watch this game and that's the only Georgia you saw you I don't know how are you not impressed by the work in the comeback against Missouri the comeback against Ohio State where you outscore them 18 to 3 he's got the I don't know what you consider elite arm strength to answer your question how is he not able to at least get a chance to be on a sideline of the NFL to go to the combine and work with the rest of the elite quarterbacks? Well, remember, he, he was at the Heisman finalist for crying out loud. Last year, he threw that ball to uh, who stretched out for the ball in the national championship game? Aaron Smith. Pickens. Pickens. And he led him so so much so that Pickens had to stretch out and get it. Mike, I've seen him throw really good deep balls. I don't know. That wasn't necessarily Georgia's right M.O. They didn't do a lot of that. They picked and chose when they wanted to do it. But we know he can do it. And I think last night, I said all week to you guys, it's 3-3-5. He's got to pick his spots and throw to these spots and make sure he's not making mistakes. He didn't do that last night. He made all the right decisions. No, it was great to see between Bowers and McCombs. Remember Bowers, we were wondering when he was going to be that factor out there. Darnell Washington was not even close to 100%. He gets out there. He had a catch. I was a little worried about him when he yeah. got hit. But, I mean, McConkey, five for 88, two touchdowns. Brock Bowers, 152 yards. And everybody last night, I think Fowler probably said it three times, you got to wait one more year for this guy to come out. He's already ready to be Kelsey or Kittle or whoever he'd be in the NFL. Let's hear One-handed catch for a touchdown. But you, he, there's no way Stetson doesn't get invited to the combine. Uh, right? He'll be at the combine. I, I'm hoping. I mean, listen, if he wants to go, he can have individual workouts and all that stuff. My guess is he will be. Let's hear Kirby talk about why he called those timeouts to honor his guys. I thought this was probably the coolest moment outside of winning the game to be in a game where you could do this. If this was a... 34-31 game. If you're you're up just a point or two, you're not taking the timeouts to do this because the game is still on the line. The game, you already had it, and he had the ability to take these timeouts and honor his guys. Because of what they've done for this program, you know, I got really emotional, and these guys will tell you, before the Ohio State game, and I don't know what got into me. I hadn't been that way in forever. I don't know if it was exhaustion, stress, anxiety, but but I got pretty emotional, and I've held it together tonight for the most part. But that moment with the timeouts, seeing Stetson and those defensive players, because, you know, you guys don't see what they sacrifice. You don't see Bullard when his shoulder comes out and he won't put on a black jersey and they're like, you can't go, Bullard, and he won't come out of practice. And he's still out there hitting people. His shoulder comes out tonight, his collarbone, and he just stays in the game. He's like, you know, he embodies what we, what our culture is, which is toughness. Hmm. I mean, you and I were talking about how do you maintain this, right? How do you stay on top of the mountain, Right. You've said it. You're sexy right now. George has got all the juice. And, again, it's not going to get any easier. The schedule now, by the way, the schedule is easy. I saw a few people. I just read an article from Athlon. They're already taking shots about next year's schedule. Remember, guys, Georgia, it's not their fault that Oklahoma got dropped off the schedule. That was a mandate from the SEC. So they're out of conference, Carl, is super easy this year. 
I mean, that's one thing people are already talking about. UAB, Ball State, UT Martin, and of course Georgia Tech in November. But that's but again, you would have had Oklahoma in that, which would have obviously raised the profile around a conference. It's soft. There's no doubt. But you still have to handle it. You're going to get everybody's best game. I said earlier, everyone will be gunning for you. So even in those games where you think, well, they won't get. Now, there will be some of those games early on that Georgia will just have more talent on the field and they're going to be able to win. But, Mike, this becomes imperative that you don't lose during the regular season in the SEC because your pre-conference schedule is not going to help you. And so you've got to run through the SEC. And if you're going to get back to this point, as we you know, look ahead and you start talking about can they do this again, you're going to have to be dominant because I think the schedule won't allow you to say, well, they beat a really good – you're going to have to blow some teams out to, to let people know, hey, they're still really good and relevant. I think it's a soft schedule, but, again, you're right. It's not their fault. You know what? I just looked at the 2004 Florida Gators schedule. Middle Tennessee State. Yep. Eastern Michigan. And then Florida State is their arch rival, obviously. So, I mean, this is kind of what the Gators used to roll out in the Spurrier or Zook and Urban Meyer years. So, like, again, should have been Oklahoma. The point is, the biggest question mark, at least for me right now, is who's going to be your quarterback? Is Carson Beck going to beat out Vandergriff? And or Stockton, is he going to shine in that spring game? That's going to be the big question that most dog fans are wondering. All right, guys, more to get to coming up 6 o'clock. We'll reset some headlines for you. Lots of stuff going on. More coaches and OCs and DCs being let go in the NFL. Carlos Correa finds a team. We're going to get you caught up on that coming up in 30 minutes. But when we come back, the road to the college football playoff is done. And it finished the best way it possibly could. It's Dukes and Bell. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is done. 
The dogs are <laughs> champions again, and boy, does it feel good. We've been taking your phone calls today. Appreciate all the input on the uh, Solomon Brothers Diamond text line at 404-741-0929. I want to acknowledge this. I've not talked about it today. I saw it late last night. Listened to it this morning. There's audio out there of Kirby's pregame speech, but it's not for the faint of heart. It is something that I think some people, if they heard it, they'd be shocked and not amused and, oh, my goodness, look at the language he's using. But I got to tell you something. This is football. And every coach in college football or in the NFL, there is a public face, and then there's a face that I put on with my team. And that's why we talk about these private moments. Now, part of me, I've said this to you guys, when this stuff gets leaked, kind of ticks me off yeah, because it's between a coach and his team, and it's personal. Those are the guys who put in the work. Those are the guys who are right there in the moment. And whatever's shared – it's unique to that team. It's unique for that moment. But it got leaked. It's about a minute. And Kirby's going in. Kirby's telling his guys, look, we're built for this. I thought the best part, what he said is, I believe in you at the end of it. But he said, this blank is easy because we've worked for it. And he goes in. And, Mike, we haven't talked about it today, and I'd love to play it for you. But we can't because it's just not appropriate. But I got to tell you something. If you're shocked or surprised or upset – this is what happens with football. You've never competed. I, I mean, come on. What are, we, what are we, second grade here? I mean, it's, it's a football coach in well, a there are a lot school. Of, there are a lot of people who might yeah. who will listen to that and go, yeah. oh, I, don't, right. I didn't know Kirby would do something well, or say those things. That's how you motivate some – I mean, like, it's a fired-up speech. I loved it. I mean, I get it. We can't – it would require Chris to edit for about two weeks to clean up all the cussing in it. Well, but it takes again, away from the, right. from the context. But I'm with you just about what you said. I just hate the fact that it gets out, you know, that somebody – and, again, you don't know where it came from. But whoever that's – that's the sanctity of the locker room. And I know, though, it's obviously it's a lot of cussing and going on, but it's the kind of stuff that, it, it, as a young man, it pushes your buttons. And I heard that stuff. I think a lot of Georgia fans a lot of loved it. You know, and, and again, it it's, it's encompasses, I know, not the public face of Georgia, but this is what goes on. This is how you make the sausage. And this is what you say to the kids before you go out there and kick somebody's ass 65 to 7. He said to start that is we've worked for 365 days to be here. It just didn't start yesterday. But. If you want to go check it out, it's out there. You can find it. But we did want to acknowledge it because I know a lot of our listeners are like, did you guys hear this? Yes. But I don't necessarily like it because, again, that is for his guys. That was their moment. And and now it's been shared, and it's kind of like, oh, and and now people get to sit back and criticize or whatever they want to do with it. At the end of the day, that's how he felt, and that's what he thought he needed to say to his team. With that, Mike, let's hear some highlights from last night because Stetson Bennett, guys, accounted for six, six touchdowns. He threw for four Ran for two. This is this, uh, one of the touchdowns that he ran for. Boy, he made those touchdowns look easy when he got into the end zone. I just thought, you know, you talk about walking in. He didn't get touched in either one of them. Here's the first. Keeper, Bennett, gets a block. Georgia draws first blood. It was, it was, I mean, you talk about waltzing into the end zone, and that was set up because they were able to run the ball. And I think, Mike, they showed at one point where Stetson's, he carried his fake out, and he's kind of looking mm-hmm. back. And you see him going, oh, okay, they're going to play that. And they literally came back to it, and he was able to take it in. The, uh, the second series, when they flip the field, they're going the other way. And it's unbelievable because you see uh, a convoy of blockers with no one to block. You've got a running back, uh, or as it was a tight end, and you've got a, a lineman, and there's nobody to hit because TCU was so drawn in by some of the pre-snap motion and the way they were looking. They were peeking in the other way. I mean, Carl, it was just a complete beat down. The only thing that didn't happen last night, unfortunately, was the TV audience was down. It's one of the lowest rated BCS slash college football playoff games because of the fact, let's get, 
It was a blowout. The game was pretty much over by halfway through the second quarter. Uh, over 17 million people tuned in, 17.2, according to Stuart Mandel. And that's to be expected because it was a laugh. Yeah. Uh, again, that's the rest of the country. Nobody here in the state was tuning out. Georgia fans weren't tuning up. But the fact is, when it's a blowout like that, that's to be expected. I agree with you on that. Let's hear here the touchdown to, uh, to, to Bowers. Mike, was that his best game of the season when you needed Bowers to be his best? Was that his best game? Yeah, I think part of the reason he wasn't such an impactful player in the Ohio State game was is the 12 personnel and not having Darnell Washington out there, the mismatches. They had Darnell out there, created some of those mismatches. Not to mention the wide receivers were drawing coverage too. But, yeah, this was the Bowers that you knew was going to – again, the, the, everyone who had never seen Bowers play, I guess they're all saying, Carl, i got to wait one more year for this guy in the NFL. Here's Stetson's TD pass to Brock Bowers. Ball to the end zone. Bowers, touchdown. And Bennett continues to dazzle. And Brock Bowers showing that he is one of the elite athletes in this sport. 152 yards on seven catches and a touchdown. Yeah, great, great moment for Brock last night. We talked about Javon Bullard. He gets two picks, guys. Let's hear the second one because I thought, Mike, this was the backbreaker, right? It happens right before the end of the Mm. first half. You're just like, okay, we're down, but let's just but not make a mistake. Throw. But if you're TCU, you got to do something oh. here. You can't just lay down and die. You're not getting the ball to start the second half. They're not taking chances. And by the way, I've heard this too because TCU fans are like, why are we not throwing the ball to Quentin Johnson? He was covered. They were getting pressure. It's not like he was wide open. So even in the first half, they really didn't try to throw to him a whole lot. But Bullard's interception, he ends up getting hurt, guys. Collarbone, he leaves the game. This is how it sounded. Duggan. Stands and delivers, but it's intercepted. Made a mistake, and Javon Bullard has had a huge first half with takeaway number three, and no, Georgia is not done in the first half. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was it. And that was the one where you're just like, man, this thing, it's just, oh, we talked about it earlier. There was that one touchdown where they they get the isolation shot of Sonny Dykes. He's like, wow. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, the TCU, and you said it earlier. I use the phrase shock and awe. There was a lot of shots because you had those long TV breaks where either going to or coming out of the break, they look bright-eyed and like, what yeah. the hell is happening to us right now? Yeah, they, they, they got punched, and then it was like, okay. It's one thing when you feel like, okay, we can take a body blow and come back. Like, I just felt like, Mike, it was blow after blow after blow, and then they were just down and out. They, they were not going to attempt to try to do anything. Hey, last but not least, um, as far as the highlights are concerned, and I, and, and I just think that this is a big part of this. We didn't see A.D. Mitchell all season. And A.D. Mitchell came back and caught a touchdown in the semifinal game and caught a touchdown in the national championship. And my point is, Mike, how good would that have, that passing game have been with Bowers and the right. addition of, of A.D. Mitchell being out there all season? We didn't see him. No, and that's why Kirby every week would be talking about wanting to see more out of that wide receiver room because those guys weren't 100%. Led McConkey with that full. I mean, he, he looked good, but I was, I was afraid coming out of the Ohio State game how that knee would respond. He looked great, too. Led McConkey making plays all over. He looked fast again. Like, that's right. how he looked in the Oregon game, right? Remember Oregon at the beginning of the season? He looked fast again. This is the touchdown to A.D. Mitchell. This was a heck of a catch. Bennett looking this time to the edge. Mitchell, one-handed catch for a touchdown. And the highlight reel continues. Incredible. <laughs> you know, did any, at any point did you feel sorry for TCU? A little bit. I felt a little, a little bit. bit. Every time they'd yeah. show the pictures of Max Duggan on the sideline, taking his helmet off, rubbing his face, and just it's like a bad, it's a nightmare you can't wake up from. Yeah, because you've got to sit there. Like, you can't just, well, you could if you were Antonio Brown, but you can't just walk off the field. They pulled the starters with 11 minutes to go. 
can't. They started pulling these guys. I know. It's it, it was it was the rough night. But I do not think Kirby ran the score up. I don't think Kirby, you know, this whole notion, oh, he shouldn't have been letting guys try to score. Keep playing. Hey, guess what? The young guys got in, and they wanted a piece of the action, too. And if you didn't see it, Branson, th- that was another thing, Carl. Branson Robinson gets two touchdowns on two basic simple off-the-tackle cut run plays where TCU can't make a play. And Kirby wasn't even throwing it. What, do you want him to take a knee with ten minutes or five minutes to go in the game? It's tough, man. Hey, you shot an unarmed man because TCU didn't arm themselves. Could Michigan have given him a better game? Don't know. I don't know. I, I do think Ohio State sparked them. I think they were more prepared and more ready because of the scare at Ohio, with Ohio State. Hey, we're coming back. Top three at six is on the way. Also, we're going to let you hear from Dean Pease, guys. He was our defensive coordinator. He's stepping away and retiring. He talked to John Fricky Hugh Douglas. We're going to let you hear a portion of that because he talks about where this team is and what's his role going to be moving forward. Could he be an advisor? To the Falcons, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.